0: Welcome to Sales Tech Star's Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Welcome to this guest episode of the Sales Star Podcast, where Bernie Kassar, Chief Customer Officer of Exactly, a leading sales performance management provider, chats with Nandini Ramaswamy, Senior VP of Global Incentive Compensation Strategy at Salesforce, to share a few interesting revenue and operations tricks. Catch the complete conversation.
1: All right, good afternoon, Anani. How are you?
0: Good afternoon, Bernie. Super excited to be here. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us today. Just for the audience, my name is Bernie Kassar. I'm with Exactly, Chief Customer Officer. Been here about 14 years and really excited to have... Our favorite customer sales force with us as well as partner. We've had a long-standing relationship. so I'll let Nanani introduce herself and then we'll jump into a, a few questions. Thanks,
0: Bernie. My name is Nandini Ramaswamy. I'm uh, the Senior Vice President for Global Incentive Compensation Strategy and Operations at Salesforce. I've been here for over uh, eight years now, and uh, going strong. <laughs> so, and uh, we've had a long, long, long partnership with the Exactly team over thirteen years now. And again, super delighted to be part of this.
1: Excellent. Well, there's a lot of things going on in the market these days, and revenue operations seems to be a a hot topic. And I know you uh, are in the revenue operations department or group at Salesforce. Can you define what revenue ops is for Salesforce and how you fit into the mix?
0: Yes, revenue operations is always interesting and now latest, it's the latest hot topic out there. And, and I'm pleased to always have been part of revenue operations in Salesforce and will continue to be. Revenue operations, we like to say, you know, traditionally is code to cash. In in Salesforce, it's code to commissions. So the entire life cycle that goes from that entire cycle is what you know we, we have. So therefore, we have entire functions that focuses on coding billing, invoicing, in terms of the sales operations piece of it, in terms of also we have the global incentive compensation as, as part of that. So again, going back to code to commissions and everything in between, along with focuses on scaling technology systems, we have some tremendous amount of partners, Salesforce and Salesforce, all of that really fits into, you know, for us, revenue operations. We like to say that all roads lead to revenue operations within the company because we are the backbone from a revenue perspective in terms of revenue generation. Any, any operation that goes behind that to accelerate revenue, to accelerate growth, we are there to enable it and support it.
1: Excellent. Well, actually, I like what you're saying there with, with regards to accelerating growth and It feels like anytime you start using optimization of revenue growth, it has a strategic tone, but the way you said you're the backbone, there's also an operational aspect of it. How do you feel in your department, your group specifically, how do you bridge that gap between strategic as well as operational and being able to move the business forward?
0: Yeah, the very fact that I've been in this role for over eight years and going is just because of exactly what you said. The marrying of the back office to the front office and really being at the front in terms of you know delivering directly growth, at the same time having our financial prudence around it and customer success is something that we take immense pride on as being part of and, and driving to it. So how do we do that? It really comes to what value you're generating and what your partnership is. It starts from governance and engagement models. My stakeholders, our stakeholders are both the chief revenue officer as well as the chief financial officer, along with, of course, our HR officer and compliance and and various aspects of it. So being very attuned to what are the business goals, both long-term and in an annual basis and short-term, and ensuring that we support that at the same time, in a scalable form, in a productive form, and in a very metric-driven form with tons of visibility, is how we are able to really have a seat at the table. And no strategy, as you can imagine, is effective until you can execute on that. And and you know, given our partnership, for example, right? I have uh, in Salesforce we have over twenty thousand participants in a incentive comp plan, and and we use exactly as the partnership there, where an ongoing basis, our sellers are able to. To look very clearly on you know how are they inside it how are they motivated and the hope is that they maximize their comp which then directly leads to company strategic objectives focusing on growth and customer success and retention so that tight tie-in with all the execution strength i think is where we manage to be again in the in the you know forefront and and have a seat at the table in terms of driving company goals
1: No, that's very important. I think a lot of times this function, if you're the right leader, which you are because you see the strategic value of it, it gives you a different conversation with heads of sales and really trying to understand What are they trying to do, Uh, whether it's sell a different mix of products, whether it's lowering discounting capabilities, whatever the behavior they're trying to drive, you have a direct impact with how you design the plans, then how you, you operationalize them and give that visibility to sales reps, sales managers, and so forth to drive the business. But then as we live in such a dynamic world, and we'll talk about 2020 here in a minute, being able to pivot at any time right. with a, a special spiff or any sort of ability to drive behavior through comp, it sounds like you have that opportunity to really impact the business in a positive way.
0: That's exactly right. I mean it's so imperative and especially in these changing environment, you know, climate, to to be agile and nimble and and at the same time do it in an efficient and effective way so that every time you pivot you're not distracting the selling team. So this should almost be a no noise is the best way to do it and get it silently. They're actually focusing on what they need to focus. So the agility and the nimbleness and the ability to measure how you're actually doing this, the effectiveness, it all becomes very, very critical as we think about, you know, what is our strategy and tactics to to deliver on that? Completely
1: in line with what you're saying. So as a thought leader and working at one of the world's premier software companies, when we marry our partnership better together, you have uh, our solutions and you use some of the Salesforce's solutions. What are the things that you look for when it comes to reporting? There's obviously the reporting for the sales folks, but when you're starting to look at things of how the comp plans are behaving or, or just managing the business from that side, What are some of the Salesforce solutions you're using with exactly to do that? And what are you looking for in those solutions?
0: That's a great question. We do look very closely at the incentive comp health of the company. And when I say that, measuring that health is via the solutions that you're partnering with. And so we'll come to that in a minute. And how do we measure health? We look at what is our attainment distribution? How are our reps making their quota? How are they doing in terms of their target incentive, their earnings? Are they are they making enough money that they feel motivated? Are they attaining their quota targets? We also look at what is the cost. What is the cost to book? What is the cost for every dollar that we bring in? How much are we paying out so that we have that you know prudence there? And then we look at uh, you know various performances to know where should we be nimble or agile, and how can you measure success of either A/B testing, pilots, the next innovation crowd. You know those are the kinds of things we look at very closely. So for in, in all these cases, right, one of the things that we look at, we are predominantly Salesforce and Salesforce, along with partnerships like yourselves, and we have some other partners as well in different facets of our you know, organization to make sure that, that we deliver what we need to in terms of value. So specifically, let's take of this particular work stream of you know, payouts and metrics. So when we have a specific goal on how we want our AEs to perform to make our company goal, then via this partnership that we have with you, we're not only ensure that the AEs have complete visibility to what they get paid on and how they get paid on and what should they be focusing on. From that, we take it to Salesforce, Einstein Analytics, Tableau, and actually have reporting capabilities to then be able to integrate the two together to be able to assess how we're doing and all those measures that I mentioned, the distribution curves, the the cost to book, the performance indicators that are very key from a participation perspective, you know, so on and so forth. All that comes into play via this, you know, very strong partnership between the two solutions. And it's super critical that it's nimble and almost real time, because otherwise the lag, we really can't afford a long lag because by then, the, the markets moved. So we wanted to be very, you know, agile. And then yeah. so this partnership helps for that to be able to look at it and visualize it, right, with with the, some of the tableau capabilities and things like that. So the partnership really works very, very strongly, both at an individual level, as well as at the sales management or executive level, as the case might be, with the ability to you know, drill down and, and aggregate as is required.
1: Excellent. That makes a lot of sense. And I think for the listeners out there, view your company as well as you and your role just as a thought leader, always pushing forward. So your comments about real-time, using data to make decisions, you really have to set up the infrastructure and have the solutions in place to to be able to do that. As I promised, we cannot avoid the the elephant in the room, which is 2020, what a year it's been with all the uh, activities that have happened. How do you feel... Salesforce is operating in this environment and mostly just the remote aspect of it or just all the things that are just going on in the world to make it a different workplace? Yeah,
0: this this year has certainly been interesting uh, to say the least. And uh, I'm sure like all of us, the listeners and ourselves, we can't wait for things to turn around. So good luck to everyone on that. There's been a couple of, you know, great lessons learned as we as we looked at this year. First, let's start with, you know, our own operations, which is how did we how did we have to pivot? So people had to start working from home completely, very suddenly, you know, balancing home, families, other, you know, necessities that we had to balance along with. It's still a very fast paced, you know, growth company. And and how do you work through that? And it's been fascinating because it was it was definitely tough. At the same time, it was seamless if that's even possible. You know, we had to think very quickly about how to innovate here? How do we engage with our customers, our customers being our sellers? And how do our sellers engage with our customers with empathy, right? I mean, this is such tough times in so many people's homes. So, so with empathy and yet deliver it to what we need to deliver. And it, it is um, that was it, that was a big shift. And yet, it was uh, fascinating to see that we didn't miss a beat. We didn't, and and that required again agility, the ability to you know change even very specifically in our own incentives. We had to look at very targeted incentives. We wanted to put our people first, and we wanted to protect them for the first quarter when COVID first hit us. And so yeah. we, we did some incentives where we protected them first time in the company you know ever. And then we we had to look at you know other things where on an ongoing basis where do we really target with spiffs and things of that which are very very focused. So that's more on those motions. But the other key piece I'd say that that I think helped us not miss a beat was just going back to the technology, the underlying strong technology, both Salesforce and exactly and some of our other partners. That actually helped in being able to actually work any place at any time. And that made all the difference. It also helped us pivot very quickly to see how do we engage with our, with our customers? And this is the imperative to really go to digital revolutions. So if you're not there already, this is the time for it. And having recognized that for ourselves, it kind of helped engaging with our customers as well. To yeah. say that this is what made our jobs easier, our partnerships, and, yeah. and in a very tough time. And so this, this almost became an opportunity for us to build our customer trust and partnerships with yourselves and others even more, even stronger. And and also really respect how much this has helped us over the years. So I, I will also say thank you, Bernie, to you and your team. We I said, we pay over 20000 folks. And we didn't miss a beat. And that I cannot even imagine with all of us not working next to each other. And that's the strength of the technology underneath that.
1: Well, I appreciate that. We thank you as well because we're a Salesforce customer and we run our business, uh, a lot of our our business on Salesforce. So we've also had that opportunity. It's always great to be able to speak when you say Salesforce on Salesforce, plus um, some strategic partners it's just the best story to go tell your customers of this is how we got through it. And and you're that prime example, which is great. And I'm uh, also a a shareholder in Salesforce, Mm -hmm. which I love. If you're not, (laughs) the stock has uh, performed fabulously over the years. So it's great to listen to the earnings report and to hear how you are able to beat expectations plus raise in future quarters. And it feels good that uh, hopefully we were a part of that and we were able to help Help drive the business on that front.
0: Absolutely, the partnerships are invaluable, and and we thank you for that for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, as we move into the closing part of this, what are your thoughts? If you uh, if there's a couple of things that you'd want to leave our listeners with, because really the whole intent of this conversation was to highlight our successful partnership and how you've been able to uh, manage through these tough times. But also just any insight. I, I really love what you talked about with how you defined revenue ops, how you defined your role and how to make it strategic. So folks that are in your position or aspiring to be in your position, how to think about the business and using data and being more strategic about it and having a seat at the table. If there's anything you want to leave our listeners with that's helped you along the way, definitely view you as a thought leadership having worked here having worked at oracle really large organizations that are worldwide and and have had dominance uh, for many many years and with you being at salesforce right now it's just anything that you can leave our our listeners with that would be great
0: i would say a couple of things one i will acknowledge again the times are really tough right now so again besides you know good luck I, this is an opportunity. I know it doesn't seem like it, but it is an opportunity. The opportunity as a from a functional perspective to look at how are we set up in terms of our technology underneath all that we execute as a, as a listener. Are you set up to deliver success in the future? Are you set up to deliver success in at scale? Um, are you set up to deliver success for your customers? And in this time, we our world is going to change even when we come out of, you know, the whole pandemic experience. And so are we set up to be able to successful in the next environment? This is the time to pause and be agile and nimble and and think and really crack barriers that you may not have thought of. I definitely didn't think of closing the books, you know, completely remotely and yet we did it. So I think this is the time to look at, you know, our digital engagements and technologies and be sure of how are we setting up for the success of the future and therefore current in that sense. Very close to that, you know, It is so imperative that we are able to measure and show visibility to what we measure. It's a known fact, but metrics, insights. it's not even metrics, it's insights and future, you know, AIs. And those are the realms that where a somebody in this space can really make a difference to show how things are working in a real-time, nimble way. And so the metrics insights piece is very, very critical to, again, help with, you know, the, the seat of the table and show the impact and the value that somebody can have. Engagement with our own organization leaders, what are the strategic priorities, what is the governance, what are the rules of engagement. That's the last thing that I leave with, you know, being very clear, using this opportunity to move forward is is probably the best advice that I got when we first got into the pandemic. And I would uh, love to share that going forward as well.
1: No, I think that's very sound advice. And it helps for people to just frame up. These are opportunities to really rethink how you run your operations. How can you become more digital and less manual because I I don't think we're going to go back to the world that we knew. (laughs) I think remote is, is here to stay at some sort of hybrid level, which is great. Actually, I'm just thinking of summer with the kids, we could be somewhere else for, (laughs) for a month and still do our jobs. And it's accepted. So I think there's tremendous opportunities. I'm with you with the empathy. I hope people are staying safe. I, I know a lot of families have been impacted by this negatively as well as positively. There's been a lot of time where we can share time with our our kids and and close friends and folks that, that you usually wouldn't have time to spend with because of travel and other commitments that the old world brought to the table. So really appreciate your time today. Really appreciate your insights. Always a pleasure speaking with you.
0: Thank you, Bernie. Thank you very much.